When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. There's been a time that we've loved and we've shared love and made love. It doesn't seem to me like it's enough. It's just not enough, baby. Welcome back to Paul Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Smooth Soul Monday edition of Paul Don't Lie. And we are looking live, actually. Uh, we're hanging out at J Park Saloon in Standard in Buda, 404 Main Street in Buda. Uh, grand opening, and it's a quaint, fantastic spot. Love it. Uh, transports you to another uh, place in time, and uh, it's a great. We'll give you some details about it. Great menu. Um, we've already gotten some um, some really cool reviews from our own, actually. Uh, Brock and uh, Jack as well both uh, got a chance to sample some of the items at the soft opening. This is the actual grand opening, so if you want a date night spot, this will probably be the spot. It is, um, I believe, 21 and up on the bar on the inside but then they do have an outside seating area as well um and i believe at the outside seating area uh you can kind of uh you know be, bring uh, the family bring who you want for the outside seating area but inside uh they do have a uh, 21 and up rule and it's fantastic also they do have a no phones rule uh in the dining room so if you want your phone you gotta stay outside too <laughs> that's the way it works here at Jay Park Saloon and Standard. So we'll give you some more details about it. Great location, uh, 404 Main Street here in Buda. We're going to get into some Texas Longhorn football conversation. Uh, Caesars actually has the over-under win totals for the Big 12 teams. We'll dive into that. We'll also get into some of the off-season news notes and nuggets from uh, the different reports from a lot of the, uh, the great entities that cover Texas football. Uh, we'll also get into Harsh Knock Life coming up at 430. What you got for the people, Harsh? I'm going to talk a little bit about college baseball the college world series is going on and there has been some really good games i know a lot of people are still upset that the texas longhorns are not participating but you're missing out on some really good baseball if you're tuned out um, all right that's pretty good because i need to get caught up on the college world series i'll admit i've been i haven't been watching a lot of it or enough of it so i'm looking forward to harsh knock life to kind of get the uh, cliff notes the ones that matter for my man hard so we'll do and that i'm gonna give up. you my soul patrol uh Review. I like that. I watched uh, Fast Ten this weekend. Oh, you watched Fast X. I watched Fast. You X. watched Fast X. Yeah. All right. So I want to get that because yeah, I know Chad was recommending it to everybody. Chad saw it twice, I believe, in theaters. in the movie theaters. Chad twice in twice. theaters. In the movie theaters. Yeah. You yeah. you streamed it. Yeah, I sure did. Okay. So yeah. you didn't even have the, that was my father's day. Commit. I wanted to relax. Oh, did you watch it with your sons? I and watched it kids? with everybody. Yeah. Everybody, and kids yeah. watch it. Also, yeah. it, what, it's a PG thirteen. I mean, my. Uh, 
Our to your kids. Is, I was gonna say our house is PG thirteen. <laughs> what is it rated? Uh, I, I don't even know what it was rated. I know oh that I watched God. it. We watched it. That is great. Yeah, there wasn't no, there wasn't no. It wasn't inappropriate. For no, the kids? it was no inappropriate. Right, there you go. None at all. <laughs> That's great. All right, so looking forward to the, the Fast X review. Yeah. Because uh, Chad was really really high on it, and you've seen all of them, correct? I have seen all. Okay, of them. so I need you to rate it among yeah. the other fast. Uh, in the Furious in the franchise. So we'll get to that coming up in Hard Knock Life. Um, also, uh, coming up uh, a little bit later on, we'll get back to the NBA, of course. Big stories in the NBA. Bradley Bill traded to the Suns. Uh, so we'll talk more about that coming up later on in the show. All right, uh, Hard, you found this, and this was uh, from CBS Sports, actually, mm-hmm. but they are taking the win totals from Caesar Sportsbook. Um, in Vegas, and it's based on their 2023 projected over-unders for the Big 12 teams. Uh, we can go through all the Big 12 teams, but of course, we're going to focus mostly on Texas. Uh, they're not really high on the Baylor Bears. No. Uh, they got the Baylor Bears at six and a half wins. I'll just ask you, and we'll say if we'll go over-under, if we'll take the over or the under. Six and a half wins, Baylor Bears. I'll take Ooh, I'll take the right now, I'll take the under. Mm. I don't know if I like Baylor right now. They don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Exactly. They're worried about the quarterback. They don't they, like Shaping, apparently. They, which is crazy because they, they let they, Shaping, like Shaping. they let the other quarterback go because they loved Shaping. Yeah. Remember, they named Shaping the starter actually prematurely because they loved him so much, and they assumed, oh, Shaping's going to be yeah. you know, the guy. They thought he was going to be the guy. And they, now they don't have faith in him? That concerns me. No. That concerns me a little bit. It's, it's The part that is really concerning to me about the shaping deal, going to your point, you let your quarterback go, and then you bring in another kid whose dad actually was a teammate of mine, Sawyer Robertson, is now the backup quarterback, and you're not in love with him either. So, Baylor, what are you going to do because of the fact that the one thing that your team was lacking last year was the, the leadership at the quarterback position? Man, I, thought, I thought last year they'd be a lot better than they so, were, yes. too. I think everybody That's, did. Everybody did. Uh, I think I'd change at D.C. there. Uh, they do have a – listen, Texas State is doing some interesting things. I'm <laughs> not sure Texas State's going to be good immediately, but they are using the transfer market yes. probably as much as any program in Texas, or more so. Yeah. Can you think of a, a college football program in Texas that's used the transfer portal more no. this offseason? No. This, Texas State? But Texas State was already doing that with the previous coaching staff, yeah. but it wasn't going at this Not level. At this rate. Yeah, well, and, and the, the different types of players that they're bringing in, too. Think yeah. about you got the quarterback from Arkansas, Hornsby, who is from Houston, mm-hmm. originally from Houston. Yeah, yeah. You've brought in, like, seven different uh offensive players then you go look on the defensive side it's almost like they're colorado they're going after recruits like colorado has been doing in the transfer portal yeah and they're still keeping their connection with the high school as well because they've been having camps and all the high school kids have been going there even more so now yeah no it's uh the numbers are mind-blowing what they're doing via the transfer portal there in Texas State. Uh, so, you know, maybe that's a win, maybe not. But I don't know, for some reason, they got Long Island on the schedule, so I'm sure they'll beat Long Island. <laughs> uh, then they got to play Utah yep. for their non-con, too. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. They got to play Utah. Uh, you know, Texas Tech ain't going to be no easy win. We'll see at Cincinnati. 
I actually think Iowa State will be better than most people this year, kind of like them. U of H, that should be a win. They should beat U of H. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia, uh, kind of a toss-up. We up. still don't know. Toss-up. I'm trying to see if Neil is going to be able to make it through. Mm. Neil Brown, I'm wondering if he's going to make it through the season this um, year. The one, yeah, that's a good point. The one thing that makes me want to pick the over, though, with Baylor is that I do love – uh, I love the coach, man. I'm yeah. a big, I'm a big fan of Dave, Dave Aranda. I love me some Dave Aranda. I do. Smooth, so if anything, I'll say, you know what? I don't believe in the quarterback, but I do believe in the coach. Usually, having both is what helps you win a lot of games. Yeah. I don't know if they have both, but I like me some Dave Aranda. So, and I guess I'll flip my for my under to the over because I like Dave Aranda. If you Dave look Aranda at the text line, one. you forget. Speaking of the quarterback, you remember who they were supposed to have be their quarterback? Maybe this year was Austin Novosad. He decommitted like last That's minute. That's right. That's right. That's a great Went point, Jack. Yeah, and that's you know what I think he was committed to Dave Aranda. Right. I think he liked he just really liked Dave Aranda like we all do. And then at the end, it was like, man, my talent's too immense. I can't. <laughs> I can't waste it here. I can't waste it here. So, <laughs> well, and, and, and you know, I I think ultimately he just yeah, it was like he didn't know if they would have any consistency yeah. at Baylor that he needed as a player to guarantee his not guarantee his success, but give him a better chance at success once he took over the starting role. Yeah. But I, we all love Smallson Navasad. That's a, that's a good point there, uh, Jack. Thanks for bringing that up. All right, uh, let's take BYU over under five and a half wins. Man, nobody ever knows what BYU is going to bring to the table. They're grown. They're grown men. Yes. You're talking about going on missions and paying mortgages. They have kids, some of them. A lot of them, actually. Yeah, I was going to say. Fam- not kids, just families. families. They got right? families. Yeah, if you have kids, they got families. All right, they're paying mortgages. I have no idea what BYU is going to be. I, I will admit that. They got Nobody Keaton does. Clovis, though. Slovis, I mean, the quarterback that's bounced around quite a bit. Is that good or bad? Uh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They got him. They got him. We don't know what's going to happen with that team. As you said, this is a mature team, older team. Keaton Clovis, I mean, Slovis is one of those guys that's been around for a while, so he fits in perfectly yeah. with that group. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I'll admit they got they got at, at Arkansas is one of their non cons. Uh, that that could end up being tough, um, but I'm not sure what BYU should be. I know there'll be a tough win. I mean, for Texas, that'll be a tough game. Yeah, I always think it'll be is. a win for Texas, but it'll be a tough game. Uh, UCF they have over under at seven wins. Mm. I've always been a UCF fan. So you'll take the over uh, with UCF in a new conference, first year. I like Gus Malzahn. Gus Malzahn's a good coach. Is, I like I like coach. their quarterback. Yeah, uh, uh, Rice Plumley. Yeah, yep. They returned to QB. And he play, he's the one that plays baseball. He, was, okay. he played center field and, and then went and played in the spring game. He did a Dion. They put him in a cart and drove mm. him all the way across the school so he can go in there and play. So I like them. I'll put them right. At, I'll put them over seven. Uh, I agree with you. Returning to your head coach and your quarterback is big. Yeah. Yeah, that's and a big Malzone's thing. a good doggone coach too. Yes. He got ran out of uh, Auburn for no reason. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with. You. I, I think he's already proven that he's a coach that can improve a program. No yep. question about it. Uh, over under five and a half wins for Cincinnati. I, 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 I'm gonna go ahead and go under. Ooh, I'm gonna pick yeah. the under on them. I, don't, I, I just don't know what they have. I, I mean, yeah, I mean they've been really good over the past five seasons, but this is obviously a news. New, new season, and a new pick, a new yeah. Big Twelve, a new conference, I should say, um, and they have to go up a level. Yeah, fifty-three and eleven last five years. Yeah, I mean, they got two. a national championship. Don't forget, <laughs> <laughs> got a couple of conference championships. Yeah, yeah but Scott college football Frost, playoff, man. the college football playoff uh, appearance in that time yeah. span. So, I yeah, I like them, but I don't like them that much. I'll say right now, maybe it's a push. I'll take them at like five, really five wins. So they're five and a half. So I guess I'll go under. You got to go under, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Houston, um, over under five wins. 
under. <laughs> they may not even make it through the season. <laughs> Dana is on some thin ice. Yeah, they got UTSA. I think I'll take Jeff Trailer on that one. Yep. We'll see. Uh, UTSA has been pretty good. They bring the quarterback back again, right? UTSA does? Yeah. Every year. Frank Same Harris. Guy. Frank Harris. Yes. Um, and they play Ed Rice, Sam Houston, TCU. Nobody knows TCU is going to be. I'll say right now. You like over. TCU, I thought. I thought you liked them. Well, they, they bring back what Chandler was Morris. They're starting quarterback. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, no, I, just, I, don't know, I don't know what TCU is going to be because they, they, they lost probably as much high-level talent as any Power 5 program. Um, and they were, they, were, they were baked at the right time. Um, but we'll see. But U of H, you say you'll go under? Yeah, they believe that one of their Dana wins might be out. would be – they believe that one of their wins would be Texas. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, not having that. They don't have enough in the cupboard over there. I'm, yeah. I, yeah, I don't see that happening. I don't see. They got them beating UTSA too. Yeah. It's weird they got them beating UTSA, uh, beating Texas here in Oklahoma State in yeah. West Virginia. Yeah, Not I don't see it. U of H beating. But we'll see. It's at U of H, I believe. Yeah, it? it is. They really got him as that night, that home game where crazy things happen. Iowa State over under at six wins. Um, I'll take over. You think they're going to have a bounce back here? Yeah, I'll take the over with Iowa State. I like Iowa State. Hunter Deckers is the only quarterback to start every game for his team last season. Mm-hmm. And I think Matt Campbell's a decent coach. I think Matt Campbell just had an off year. And they've been recruiting probably as well as – Purdy, you know, and Xavier Hutchinson, Brees Hall, and Charlie Kohler and that group leaving. Yeah. So I'll say with that group that he's been recruiting, they bounce. I'll take the over. Okay. Over six wins. Uh, I want to believe in Matt Campbell. I want to believe in who he is. As you said, Hunter Deckers, six wins. I believe that is the one that will be a push. Okay. I think they get to six wins, but I don't think they go over it. Okay. I can see six that. Six wins, you still get to go to a bowl, right? So, yeah. yeah. Six wins, you still get to go. <laughs> that is the very low standard. Uh, Kansas. They got Kansas at six wins. I'll take the overweight Kansas. I'll take it as well. I like Kansas. Yeah, Jalen Daniels. They got Daniels. that quarterback back. They got that Leapol. Lance Leapol's good coach. Yeah, I think I think that they're going to be yeah. a better team as well that's if a, he can stay healthy. That's an easy over. Yeah. I agree. Even if he doesn't stay healthy, they got a chance to win more. Remember they had the quarterback yep. come in last year; it wasn't bad. They must. Me, if your quarterback is hurt back to back years and you're ill prepared, that's on you. That's bad coaching. I think Lance Leipold is a good coach. He's going to anticipate Jalen Daniels going down at one point. Yeah. Uh, Kansas State over under eight wins over. I love Chris Kleiman, and they bring back their coach, their quarterback. Yeah. Will Will the Peel Howard, Will the Thrill Howard. The one that we was nervous about if he'd have played the whole game might have been a little something else because they had Jay, J, well, how, J. How Mart- he, Martinez. How, did, did he play at all? No. He, I, I don't know if he played at no, all they, against Texas. I think he took one or two snaps late. I don't know if he played at all against Texas. I think, yeah, I think he basically, yeah, they should have gone started with him, but they didn't. Man, so eight Adrian Martinez. Wins, that's a lot. But he wins a lot, but Chris Kleiman has probably – He's going over that, I know, at least twice. Did yeah, I can't bet against year. him. You can't and against he should have won double-digit games his first year. Yep. But I think the, the Oklahoma game was really close with them early on. Man, Chris Klein was a hell of a coach. I'll take K-State over. I'm in. in I'm in on that. Uh, I can't o- bet against him. Oklahoma over under nine and a half wins. Under. 
for yeah. me right now. Yeah. I got to go under with that Venables, right now. Venables, is he even being able to recruit people? We don't know. Right. That's what I'm like. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not sure about Venables. I, I think Oklahoma as a program will bounce back no matter what happens with Venables or if he's successful. Now, they're going to bounce back. It's Oklahoma. Um, but, you know, maybe some of their – on um, some some of the bad luck that's affected a lot of programs when it comes to coaching hires, maybe now finally the regression to the mean for Oklahoma has happened, where they made a mediocre hire at head coach. Yeah. When Lincoln Riley and Bob Sluss were both, I don't know, basically top five coaches within uh, two years of you hiring them in college football. <laughs> I mean, who makes yeah. hires like that? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's unbelievable. And now you got he may not be a terrible head coach, but he's not going to be top five head coach in college football within his first two years, like Lincoln Riley and Bob Stoops both back to back. Yeah. And so I think now Oklahoma, the regression will be, yeah, you're a good program, but you're going to win eight, maybe nine games somewhere around there. I don't know if they dominate the conference. Obviously not going because they're going to move it to the well, SEC. Well, they're moving to the but SEC that, too. You know, dominate this season like they dominate the conference previously. Yeah, I, and for me too, when you look at what's been going on, especially now with the transfer portal and the players that they're getting and not getting, and the players that are leaving Oklahoma to go other places, that never used to happen like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to be at Oklahoma, big time players, because they were excited about knowing that you were going to be playing for championships. Mm-hmm. Now you're in a recruiting cycle. If he, I believe if he would have been able to keep Caleb Williams, things would have been a lot different for him in his first year. There's I mean, no way he was going to keep Caleb Well, Williams. that's what I'm saying. But you don't have a quarterback coming into the season. Even I'm a big Dylan Gabriel yeah, fan. I like are. Dylan Gabriel. If he didn't get hurt, that 49 that, that nothing game is a totally different ball game. I strongly believe that. Because the other quarterbacks that they had, they had no clue on what was going on on the football field. Dylan Gabriel, when he came back, they started winning, putting them in better positions. That's how they got to their bowl game. He was the reason why. Now him being back again, I think that's going to put them in the right spot. I'm still not. I'm still taking the under, though. Yeah, I'll take I'm not the, taking that none. Uh, yeah, I'll take the under. Still not sure what's going to happen with the defense. I do like Dylan Gabriel, but uh, Oklahoma, just like I said, it's really hard to hire three great coaches in a row. They've definitely hired two Hall of Fame coaches in a row. Um, and I, it's really – we got to go find out what program has hired three Hall of Fame coaches right. in a row. Like three of them, back to back to back. That's really tough to do. Like it's really hard to do. Especially in the collegiate game. It's just tough to do in any sport. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, and that's basically what we've been asking Oklahoma to do. I guess the odds on that will be really low. But they do have a great administration, and they really hire well. Texas hires well in other sports, but not so much in football. Texas hasn't had that type of track record. Um, oh, I, think, of, I think the only team that would be able to say that they got a Hall of Fame coach after Hall of Fame coach after Hall of Fame coach in the NFL version of it would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, that's yes. That would be the yes. one, right? Yeah, because they they yep. stay with their coaches longer yep. than most would normally. Chuck Knowles, so. to Cower, to Tomlin. Yep. Yes, yep. I agree with you on that. Yep. It's it, honestly that may be the only. That only, might be the only one. The only example of it in all the sports. It's yep. just really tough to be able to do yep. that. Uh, but I said Oklahoma. Who knows? Maybe Venables will be that guy. I'll take him to the Big Twelve title this year. I'll eat. I'll eat that crow. But I'll take the under right now on nine and a half. And I think that honestly may stick him right at nine. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma State, six wins over under. I'll take the over. Man, that's that's Mike Gundy. I'm I, with you. I disrespected Mike Gundy, man. I, I know he had a hard end to last season, but Gundy's been a hell of a coach yes. for a long time. And with different quarterbacks, different systems, he adapts really well. He hires really good coaches. Man, I'll take I'll take Gundy. 
Yep. I'll take the man. I'm down. I'm 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 definitely looking at. I'm a man. I'm over forty. Right? Now he's over yeah. fifty. But uh, yeah, Mike Gundy. No matter what, he finds a way to win. Although he's losing his quarterback, uh, Spencer Sanders finally yes. is gone. Yes. But uh, I still believe in what Mike Gundy does. He's irritating as all get out. And some of those wins that he gets, you know, those are ones that the coaches don't make the adjustments. And he probably should be losing more games. But he finds a way to get it done. So I'm going to roll with you. Uh, okay, let's go with uh, TCU at seven and a half wins. Ooh, what do you think? I got to tell you, though, um, man, last year I know it was, uh, it was surprising. But, man, I, I, I just don't think I right now can. You don't believe that's happening again? It, I don't know. I, I, don't wanna, again? I just don't want to go with the over with TCU considering how many seniors and veteran guys they had last year. And it seemed like a perfect storm. But, yep. I mean, they got. I, I like the coach. And, I, and the quarterback initially won the starting job. Uh-huh. Uh, before Max Duggan got the job after he got hurt and then ended up being a Heisman finalist for the job. So, uh, I'll go under with TCU. I'm going to go right at seven wins. So, so yeah, it'll be the yeah. under. I'm I'll be under. right at seven. I, I'm reluctant. I'm begrudgingly yeah. doing it because I, I do like to coach. Yeah. So, dang. Sorry about yeah. that, guys. I can't forget about this table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, it's a, it transports you to different areas. Yeah, it does. All right, there you go. It does. Um, okay, so Texas Tech uh, over under seven and a half. Weeks. Everything runs through Lubbock. <laughs> Don't ever forget that. <laughs> Joey McGuire. Yeah. Oh, he's doing a hell of a job in recruiting, though. He's doing some of the best early evaluations right now in of any coach in Texas. They're doing a really good job in recruiting. Uh, that's for the future of Texas Tech football. But last year, first year, I think they beat uh, – for a first-year coach to beat Oklahoma and Texas. In the same year. At Texas year. Tech in yeah. the same year. Yeah, yeah. Um, seven and a half wins. Man, I'll, I'll take the over with Tech. I'll take the over. Joey McGuire's got me believing a little bit. Uh, I believe in him, but I don't know. Yeah, he does, and I think the number is going to be seven again. I think that's a team that's going to be under. They're going to be right at seven wins. I know a lot of people, including myself, I look at them as there's a couple games here and there Mm -hmm. that they're going to need a big play from somebody. I just don't know who it's going to be. I do like Tyler Shuck, but he's another guy that gets hurt a lot. He does. And you got to have that good backup now. And we talk about the backup position a lot of times in a lot of different teams. I don't know what their backup situation is just yet, but I will put them at seven wins right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, okay, let's go to I think the last one here before we get to Texas is West Virginia. Uh, they got West Virginia at five and a half wins. It's the over-under for West Virginia. Um, Out I'll of go there. Under. I'm going under. I'll go under, too, yeah. That's sad, too, because I like Neil under. Brown, but – He's just not cutting it, and he's not getting the players that he needs out there. Nope. And, you know, there's going to be another opportunity for him somewhere else, but I think his time in Morgantown is coming to an end. Do you think he makes uh, it to you. November? I do not. He's another one of those coaches that may be looking for a job. They might have to put the interim tag on somebody for a while. Uh, Texas, the last one here, over-under for Texas, nine-and-a-half wins. Uh, they got Texas two losses at Houston, as we mentioned, one of them earlier, and at TCU, both of them on the road. The West of them, they got wins over-under. Texas, nine-and-a-half wins, Harge. I'm, I'm all in the Kool-Aid, yeah. man. I'm all in it. This is it. Yeah, I'm homerism today. 
I'm going all in in it. 10, 10 or 11. We got, I think we're getting 11 wins this year. Uh, well. Just, uh, just take the over. Just take the I just over. Take the over yeah. But you're right. They should be hovering around 11 wins. Yeah. That's not crazy to talk about. They yeah. should be at 10 to 11 wins. Uh, I'll say I'm, I'm definitely going over because if not, then we're having a different discussion about Oh, Steve yeah, Sarkeesian there's going to be a lot of things. And his future at Texas. That's right. If he's not in that category of being yeah. over nine and a half wins. So I'll say the over. I don't like the losses, though. The losses they have at U of H and at TCU. I don't believe in the U of H one. I told you I thought the game would be Alabama, and I said K-State scares me. I got the Iowa State game scares me, too, because that's on the road, I believe, as well. You put Iowa State on the road. That one scares me. The Bama game, of course, should scare you. Uh, I'm with you. That K-State game, always. Yeah. It's a damn good team. The purple kryptonite, as you call it. Yeah, man. Uh, don't forget about that. Of course, Texas OU. It's Texas yeah. OU. Yeah. They, they got embarrassed. Same time you get embarrassed yep. as a, Every a once program in a while. like Oklahoma. Yep. They're coming back with a vengeance. Uh, so, yeah, there are a couple of interesting games. but yeah, definitely That's all they're caring about right now, to be no quite doubt. honest with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Trust me, I was embarrassed in that game on the other yep. side of it. Yep. And it was an obsession of mine for an offseason, too. So I get it. All right, uh, what you got coming up for the people in Hard Shock Life? We're going to update everybody on what's going on in the College World Series. Some teams are already at home. One of them being Stanford. Uh, and I'm going to give you an update on some of the guys that are going to have their names called coming up here pretty soon in the Major League Draft. All right, we'll get into some hardball with my man Hardball Hards right here on Ball Don't. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the main event of the evening for your entertainment and pleasure. Mike, you have to be so combative. Yeah, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks. But in front of y'all, I'm gonna speak my mind. He has emotional anger issue problems. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! Welcome back to the Smooth Soul Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie. It's your boy, Hardball Harge. And we are on location. As my man Rob Babers like to say, we are looking live. That's right. We are here at this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful establishment. Mm-hmm. My man Jay Parks Saloon and Standard. And it's definitely 21 and up. 21 and up. We got e- clarification. Everywhere. It is 21 and up. Yeah. And 18-year-olds can come with a responsible adult. But you got to be responsible. And sometimes you are the responsible adult at 18 because sometimes parents get a little bit out of hand. But that's how we get down. (laughs) I'm never apologizing for that. But you can follow me on Twitter at HardballHard. You can follow my man Rob Babers at Rob Babers. You can also cyberstalk our man Patrick Davis, who, oddly enough, is off on Juneteenth, but Rod and I are still working. But uh, Patrick does well deserve some vacation time, much, much needed time away. For sure, Jack. What's your uh, what's your Twitter handle? You can find me at Jack A. Farrell. Farrell is F A R R E L L, like Colin Farrell, not like Will Farrell. 
<laughs> I like that right there. I like that. <laughs> Way to break it down. But thank you for holding it down. He'll be with us all week, and we'll be chopping it up with you. We'll see you tomorrow when we get back in the studio. Looking forward uh, to but it. I wanted, but I wanted to talk a little bit about this uh, College World Series. And I've been watching Twitter, and I've been seeing everybody go through their moments of uh, withdrawal for Texas baseball. Rightfully so. I mean – It'd be a totally different way of going about things if you got a chance to watch your Texas Longhorns play. But there is some good baseball that is being played, and one of the biggest games that you would definitely want to watch will be going on today, tonight, 7 o'clock, first pitch. Wake Forest and LSU will be playing each other. Wake Forest is the number one team uh, in the nation, and uh, LSU was the number one team for most of the year and so this is going to be a big matchup but one of the matchups that i wanted to talk about was tennessee and lsu two sec teams played the other night a right-handed pitcher paul Skeens, who was a former uh air force academy uh first player decided to transfer from the air force academy but he did say in an interview that i heard this week that he plans on going back to the Air Force Academy after his career is done with baseball, which this man is projected to be the number two, one, two, or three pick in this year's Major League Draft. Wow. But just so you know, Paul Skeens went seven and two-thirds innings. He struck out 12 on Saturday. Struck out 12, and let me just tell you this. He threw, I think they said, 12 pitches, 12 to 14 pitches over 100 miles an hour during the game. Wow, and it, crazy. late in the game, he was throwing 97 miles per hour before he was taken out. They let him go out there, continue to pitch. I think he threw over 120 pitches. But the other part about him is he had 200 strikeouts this season. And he became the second LSU pitcher to reach that mark behind Ben McDonald, who had 202 in 1989. Now, I, don't, I do believe Skeens will get another opportunity to pitch, so I believe that record will be broken. It will be his and his alone. But a lot of Texas fans got a chance to watch him up close and personally when he played for Air Force when Texas had the regional and Air Force Academy was here to play in that. He also caught last year. So when you was bringing up Shohei Otani, Paul Skeens is someone – that could possibly be that type of player. Yeah. And when he went to LSU, he told him he didn't want to hit. He said, I don't want to hit. I just want to come out here and pitch. I want to get better on the mound. Now they're losing their pitching coach at the end of this run because he just got a, he just accepted the job at Georgia as their head baseball coach. So he will be the new coach there. But for him to go out there and be able to pitch the way he's pitched, Jay Johnson, who came from uh, Arizona, now is the head baseball coach there. He's always been able to teach hitting. This is going to be one of the matchups that you will want to see throughout history. Mm-hmm. Wake Forest, big bruising. I don't know if you got a chance to watch them this weekend. They just muscle the ball all over the place. Yeah. They just muscle it, muscle it, muscle it. They swing the bat well. They beat uh, LS, I mean, beat Stanford, who was just sent home. They lost to Tennessee today. They were sent home. But uh, Wake Forest, they beat them 3-2, to two, and now this big matchup. Stanford, they played well. They played really well again. It's just today Tennessee just overmatched them and ended up beating them. So there's a lot of good games that are still going to be going on this weekend. I mean, this week, as you know, it's a double elimination. TCU, 
They still have to play. They play tomorrow, I believe, at 1 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 1 o'clock. And they play Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts, another team that was hot at the right time, but they just couldn't finish those bats. That first night, walk-off fashion. Well, Mm -hmm. Carl Ravage thought it was a walk-off, but it ended up they had to finish it out. Carl Ravage kept saying, he hits it out, it's a walk-off. Wait, no. Uh, they'll be back for the bottom of the ninth. They still have to go out there and finish. But TCU, only team from the Big 12 that's in the College World Series, still has a big, big opportunity today, I mean tomorrow, to take on Oral Roberts, the ones who have had a great run, been talked about a lot. You've been seeing all these different uh, posts about Oral Roberts, and they're, they got the best T-shirt that's out there. Uh, I know that I've been looking forward to those T-shirts. But um, I also wanted to give y'all an update on the shots at Rocco's. This number is through the roof, just just a heads up. from uh, LSU is by far going to win the, the shot, challenge. shot challenge for sure. And the reason why I say that is I heard somebody – just the other day, two hours ago, Florida had 1,694. 1,694. TCU, 3,092. Wake Forest, 5,193. Virginia, struggling, 566. <laughs> Oral Roberts, 2,500. LSU, 12,000 shots. You know them, them people from Louisiana, they're That's coming wild. in, they're going hard. That's Stanford, you might want to take a couple shots because you're on your way home right now. <laughs> so go ahead. They were at 692, and Tennessee is 1588. No one, and I mean nobody, is going to catch LSU in the shot challenge, and they're going to continue to do that. Aren't they uh, like $5 a shot, though? $5 a shot. Wow. I saw one guy walk up and say, I want to buy $1,000 worth of shots. Mm. Just walked up. She said, you want to do what? She said, he said, I want to buy $1,000 worth of shots. LSU is at 5000 before they even played a game. Exactly. Exactly. And now they're before at twelve. They they, the before they even played a game. <laughs> now they're at 12000 And that was two wow. hours ago. That's unbelievable. So after tonight's game and during tonight's game, I'm sure those numbers are going to go Crazy. through the roof. So if Rocco's, shout out to you. You're doing a great job. You're making money. But I need to know where that money's going. I thought I thought y'all was gonna donate it to somebody, man. Because you got these challenges. They normally I think get a, they do donate a portion of it, if I'm not mistaken. Just it's not the, not yeah, this is a portion. I don't know what how how much of it, but they do donate a portion. Yes, to some cost. So last year, last year, thirty-one thousand shots were were sold. This year, they're already at twenty-seven thousand, and they're not even halfway done with the College World Series. In Texas. And if LSU keeps winning, say, yeah. if LSU keeps winning, they're going to surpass that maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. It's crazy. Yeah. The, is there any connection between winning teams and the shots? You know that? No, I think no. it's more about the teams that are losing and the shots. <laughs> <laughs> Drowning their sorrows. Drowning their sorrows out, for sure. Oh, man. Uh, there you go. A little update on the College World Series uh, happening right now. I know Longhorn fans, a little upset. Uh, yes. Fans, of course, of college baseball, but without their team in it, a uh, little bit uh, dejected. But, uh, my man, Harsh, keeping you uh, abreast of everything happening. And I've been watching every one of them. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I heard yeah. it's been really entertaining. It's yeah. just, uh, I imagine it's hard to stomach for Longhorn fans considering their team not in it at uh, the time. Absolutely. All right, we come back. Uh, we'll get into a little off the record. Uh, we got a couple of stories in off the record we'll share from the weekend. We'll dive into that and give you some more details about Jay Park Saloon and Standard, the uh, fantastic place that we're at now, the grand opening of it, uh, and why you need to come out and make it one of your uh, spots for date night. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie. Wonderful night. <laughs> D.D. Mega Doodoo, I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. Well, well I don't get a brain man comb. Well, congratulations. Continue good sex in, the, good sex in the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Okay, TMZ reported this past weekend that they obtained a video of Ja Morant. And they actually, they showed the video, of course. Mm-hmm. There's a link to it. And I, it, except I don't know how they obtained it, but it's TMZ. Uh, these days, TMZ is pretty much known as being as credible and trustworthy as any news source out there. Uh and the video shows a it doesn't necessarily say it's John Moran, but based on the tattoos um, that John Moran has on his right arm, it the, the guy, whoever or gal, whoever's in this video would have the same exact tattoos as John Moran. So people are assuming this is John Moran's arm. And it, in the video, you can see Morant, who they have identified as John Morant by the unique tattoos, attempting to show a what looks like a weapon but it was just a lighter because there are two candles in the video right and then the gun which is actually a lighter is used to light the candles um and it's basically like yeah i mean the flames came out of the gun i i think i kind of seen these before um like I said, TMZ got it out. TMZ is not saying where they got it from. They're saying that Ruto Ja sent the video around to those close to him after they questioned why he was brandishing a firearm on social media yet again. So he's been suspended 25 games, but this, I guess, is kind of a, a backdoor way yeah, uh, via proxy, if you will, for him to do some a little bit of uh, public relations. Should I do a little damage control here? Well, at least this is out there in the public realm for consumption in the court of public opinion. Now, did it affect what Adam Silver was investigating and it did it affect the investigation or his decision to suspend him? I don't think so. We heard from Adam Silver when he said it's not going to affect my decision really at all. But maybe for the sake of the sponsors and the moms and dads out there that are thinking about, you know, trying to steer their son or daughter away from looking at John Morant as a mentor, as someone who could be a role model. Uh, maybe that's what this is about. Maybe he wants to clear things up that this was a part of discussion. It's, it's not an excuse, but it was not a real firearm. That's what he would be insinuating here, implying here. Yeah, and that's the other part about this is he's trying his best to, as you say, do some damage control. But his PR team, y'all need to take a step back and just stay out of the limelight. Take Don't, back. Yeah, exactly. You need to do some Gary Patterson. 
take a step back because your PR team is is working extra hard for everything that you're doing right now. Every single day that there's something that comes out that leads you to a spot to where people are, are always going to be questioning you. He put out another post today that people close to him also believe that the NBA is out to get him. And I'm like, you're putting yourself on there. You're allowing yourself to be put in these situations that have nothing to do with the NBA. You know what the rules are. You know that you are not treated like everybody else in the real world. And the Players Association obviously is going to have something to say about the suspension because they may go against it. They may end up appealing some of it. But you've done this to yourself, man. Don't try to make light of the situation by showing a fake gun lighting some candles, man. I, no, I don't think he's trying to make light of it. I, I think he, hopefully, he understands how serious it is. And I don't think he's trying to make light of it. I think, number one, it's for the court of public opinion so that those who are, like, defending Ja Morant, they have more, you know, ammunition, right, to defend. No pun intended there. Probably should use a better word. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they have, uh, obviously, Touché. they have more. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> they have more material to defend him with. And in the appeals process, which is inevitable, we all assume, that his team is going to appeal the Players Association will appeal this suspension. This will, maybe this will be a part of the appeal. Right. That, oh, no, it was actually a lighter. It wasn't. I mean, it was a lighter, and it wasn't actually a real gun. But, like I said, I don't. That's what he tried if, to if say that's gonna be too. your big, If that's going to be your stance and that's going to be your big push during the appeal, I, if I'm Adam Silver, I wouldn't give it to him no. based on that. It's like you got to come at something better than that. that like you said, I, I need, thought what you said was perfect. I need, I need, Go to the gun range. Show taking the class. Yeah. Show doing all the things a responsible person is supposed to do when yeah, it comes to this That's type still of being situation. irresponsible. Right. As a gun owner, you're, right. you're literally mocking the fact that you were using a real gun as a toy by breaking out a toy gun. Yeah, that's what you, I'm saying. Like, like this what? PR team is tired right now. <laughs> you remember the, the the picture of that lady that was sitting outside of Popeye's chicken, leaning over, <laughs> just dealing with it? That's his publicist that's his right publicist now like, because they're like, man, again? Like, yeah. they're afraid to pick up their phone or look at a, at a text message that somebody else is going to give them because he just hasn't figured it out, man. Yeah, so I'm glad this didn't come directly from him, but we know it is indirectly from Ja and his camp. Yeah. So we'll see where it leads, but that video was out there from TMZ over the weekend. Also a video over the weekend that I thought was strange. It was Father's Day related. Uh, Jordan Love posted a video on social media of him. Well, you know what? Here's the video. It's <laughs> short, so we can discuss it after. Uh, Jack, play the video of uh, the audio of uh, Jordan Love giving a Father's Day shout-out to a, a certain fandom. Happy Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there. Go Pack Go. Happy Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there. All right. Okay, so why is he wishing Father's Day to the Bears fans? Was this a troll job? Was he trying to troll the Bears? And if he is trying to troll, that is the dumbest troll ever because you're not a participant when it comes to that, right? You're yeah. not that guy that was part of the the beating well, of the Bears. The only one who should be able to happy Father's Day should be Aaron Rodgers should be the one saying that. You well, got it backwards. Then, Yes, yeah. thank you, Jack. You get it yeah. backwards. Actually, the irony is it should be <laughs> you should be their daddy. You have basically made yourself the son 
They're the, wishing them happy Father's Day, which makes the Bears the father in this particular situation. Bad omen for so, his career. Yeah, you just trolled yourself. You well, tried to troll them, you, and you, you trolled yourself. yourself. Like that is, I can't believe. And it. Aaron Rodgers is the only one that can do anything against the Bears. He he's the one who says that he's their daddy. He's he the one their with daddy. their belt. Yeah, you have nothing to do with this. I can't believe Jordan Love <laughs> trolled himself on that one. That's yeah, that's <laughs> a dang coaching mistake there, Jordan Love. All right, uh, we'll come back. We'll get into some other uh, news notes next. We'll start with the NFL. Is Mike McCarthy? on the hot seat Come on, is his man. job in jeopardy we'll discuss that on the other side we'll also get into some other nfl news notes and nuggets pro football focus has a lot of rankings so we'll explore some of those as well and see where the cowboys and the texans are all of that and more right here on ball don't lie on 104.9 the horn